Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Uh, let's start with, uh, and I didn't want to do this, but it is the story of the day, and that is Aaron Judge. Uh, and last night, and the contract and the Yankees against Houston. Let's start with the particulars. Why they were going to fight this, I don't know. It must be because the central office on uh, 6th Avenue, that is obviously the commissioner's office, uh, you know, did not want to set a precedent of basically just caving without fighting the arbitration process because what the Yankees do kind of trickles down to what the Pirates do, and the Pirates can't compete with the Yankees. So if the Yankees just go out there and give Jaron Judge what he wants in arbitration, that means the Pirates, who can't afford it, have to do the same thing in Pittsburgh. That's got to be the reason, but they did reach an agreement today on a, on a new contract. It sounds like it's around $19 million. Judge asked for 17 Yankees offered 21 This is arbitration. This is not the long-term commitment the judge is looking for, and he rejected before the year began. This is just the one year. Uh, it got pushed back into June because of the lockout. Uh, judge, they settled at 19 Judge also got $250,000 if he's the World Series MVP. And he got $2,050,000 if he's the regular season MVP. Obviously, the uh, latter, much more of an opportunity for him to do that. And, of course, he helped his cause again last night. So, Judge, who has not yet signed a deal, I would be stunned at the end of the day if Judge does not end up with the Yankees uh, for uh, next year and well beyond. I understand he wants to play the field. Maybe the Giants. Maybe the Cubs. You know, maybe a team like that will, 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 uh, will, you know, will sort of dance around, will kick tires, dance around the tulips. Maybe the Red Sox. The Dodgers won't. Uh, you know, he's not going to the Marlins. He's only going to a good team. He's not going to Cleveland. He's not going to Kansas City. You know, it'd have to be a big market team with some potential. You know, St. Louis wouldn't be a team. I Boston has got enough issues with Devers and Bogarts. It wouldn't be them, probably. You know, the Giants is possible. They could use a big slugger. The Cubs in their reboot, uh, I, I guess that's possible. But at the end of the day, you'd have to figure that he would be uh, in New York with the Yankees uh, and this wonderful season that he is having right now where he is clearly – you could take Otani and shout and do what you want with him. He is clearly the best player. I mean, he's had an incredible year. He's played excellent defense both in center and in right, and the Yankees are 52-18. and 18. So, I mean, that's all you need to know. I mean, you want to sit there and vote Otani or Trout, they have five games under 500 with a 14-game losing streak. Uh, so that, that, that is not going to happen. So from that standpoint, you know, Judge is uh, performing this year speaks for itself and uh, he's got a hell of a chance to win the MVP he usually goes to a winning team I don't know even who else could be a candidate in the American or Ramirez at Cleveland maybe uh, I don't know who else could be a candidate in the American League that is how good he has been uh, this year and then the Yankees so the Yankees got that settled uh, right around noontime today and then the other thing of course is what the Yankees did last night I mean again let's do the numbers for you right out of the gate they've won 52 of their first 70 not many teams in baseball historically have done that uh, I mean the, you can look at some of the great teams in history and what they did uh, early part of the year the Dodgers let's see what they were I think they were 49 and 17 right out of the gate. So the Dodgers, who won 10 in a row in 55, had a hell of a year. And the Dodgers that year, yes, um, uh, at this point, they were 49 after 66 games. They were 49 and 17 right around this date. The 39 Yankees were good. 
The 27 Yankees were right around 50. They, of course, won championships. The 39 Yankees were 50 and 14. It's one of the great teams that nobody knows that much about, that 39 team. And then, of course, they ended up winning 106 games in a 151-game season. They were 106 and 45. That's an all-time great team. The 61 Yankees, believe it or not, were only 44 and 26 after 70 games. Now, as it turns out, they won about 109 games. Uh, they had a tremendous run after that with Maris and Mantle. But at this point, after 70, they were 44 and 26. And the 98 Yankees were, if they were not 52 and 18, they may have been one worse, but they were right around this number uh, in, uh, in, in, in history. And the Seattle Mariners were too. Uh, but, you know, everybody brings up the Mariners, but, you know, I was, a, listen, I followed that team very closely. They played the Yankees in the ALCS. Everybody knew that the Mariner team with that lousy starting pitching was going to be very vulnerable in a postseason situation. I mean, the Mariners rotation was Freddie Garcia. I'd have to look it up, but Freddie Garcia, Aaron Seeley, Jamie Moyer, Paul Abbott, I mean, that's not a big-time pitching staff. There isn't a Hall of Famer on that staff. So everybody knew, despite that unbelievable run they had, that they won 116 games that year. Everybody knew that they were no sure thing for the postseason. 27, the Yankees were by far the best team. The 29 A's, they were way up there with this win streak, too. They were a great team. They won a championship. That's Fox, Lefty Grove, people like that. The 39 Yankees, we discussed. The 98 Yankees won 114 games. We know what happened with them. They had that one. One little scare against Cleveland, but they ended up winning 125 games. Uh, the 61 Yankees blitzed the Reds, uh, so in five games, no layers of playoffs back then. So you, most of these teams that do what the 55 Dodgers actually won the World Series. That was the year they beat the Yankees in seven games. Koufax's debut in 55 wasn't a factor, but the Dodgers started 10-0 and and won the whole thing. So most of these teams that get off to these incredible starts do win. At the end of the day. Now, listen, the Yankees don't have unbelievable starting pitching. Um, I don't know if I'd stake my life on uh, Tyon, uh, who got bombed last night, Cortez, you know, uh, Jordan Montgomery. I mean, I know Cole, I would. Severino could be very good, but it's not like the Yankees have, you know, DeGrom and Scherzer when healthy, you know, are great. The Yankees don't have that per se, and they still get too much of their offense via the long ball. But, I mean, 52 and 18 is 52 and 18. I mean, they have nine come from behind. Let me change that. Nine walk-off wins already. They played 70 games. They won 15 in a row at home, and they got nine walk-off wins. So they got nine games in their building that they already won with walk-offs. I mean, I, I can probably name a couple. One against Toronto, one against the Guardians. Last night, that's three. Top of my head. Texas, they won a game in the 10th inning. That's four. I can go on and on and on. I mean, that is amazing when you're in late June. So keep that in mind as far as the Yankees scenario is concerned. Now, as far as the game is concerned uh, last night, let me spend a couple minutes on this, and then we'll get a break in, and away we go. Uh, we have a good program for you today with your calls expected. Um, you know, Houston, this is a bigger series for the Yankees than it is for the Astros. And I say that only because the Yankees, you know, have the Astros in their heads. You know, they haven't beaten the Astros in postseason play. 
15 was the one-game playoff. They got shut out at Yankee Stadium and embarrassed. 17, the Yankees can lament the uh, trash cans until the cows come home. They hit 150 in that series, and they couldn't hit themselves out of a paper bag with runners in scoring position. And then, of course, 19, they can lament the buzzer scenario with Altuve, but the Yankees lost two out of three at Yankee Stadium in that series. So the Yankees can, you know, the Astros are kind of in the Yankees' heads is what I'm trying to get at. And I think because of that, this is a bigger series for the Yankees than it is for Houston. Uh, Houston's beating the Yankees. Uh, now, Dusty hasn't done it yet because, uh, you know, they haven't played the Yankees. You know, the Yankees last year, you know, lost to Boston. The year before that, they lost to Tampa. Dusty wasn't there at 19. Dusty hasn't beaten the Yankees, but Bregman has, Otuve has, Gurriel, uh, Brantley, uh, Tucker. Uh, you know, these guys have beaten the Yankees. Uh, Verla- Verlander, uh, but the manager hasn't. But I do think the Yankees, Houston's in the Yankees' head. So I think anytime the Yankees can beat Houston, especially if it's in dramatic fashion, the Yankees really feel good about them. So I know their fans do. They, I heard from a million of them last night, including Tory, who was buzzing with Harvey. Uh, all, and Harvey hates the Yankees. That's the father-in-law who's in town. Uh, but, uh, but Steve was all excited with the Yankees last night. Uh, bottom line is that was a sweet win. And, of course, Hicks hits the three-run homer. From a, and it's a bigger series for the Yankees. And, of course, uh, you know, they got Verlander tonight. Uh, the, the Astros, I'll look at it from their perspective for a second. If anybody didn't see this, Yankees only had two hits through eight innings. We're down 6-3, bottom of the ninth. And Presley came on the mound. Now, for some ungodly reason, the Yankee, the Astros gave him $30 million before the year began for two years, plus an option if he has 50 appearances for a third year. I mean, they must need their head examined. I mean, Presley against the Yankees shrinks up, shrinks up like a violet. He is awful historically against the Yankees. Career against the Yankees, and this is after last night. In 19 games, he's got a 7.64 ERA. The Astros are six and 13 in those games, and the and the and the uh, and the Yankees hit 385 against him in big spots. Plus, he's got blown saves all over the place, and he's allowed three home runs. In his last seven appearances against the Yankees, he's blown two of the three saves. He's got a 14 ERA, and the Yankees are hurting 500 against him. A career against the Yankees in a postseason, he's got an 11 ERA, uh, and he's pitched in four games. And overall career in a postseason, he's not terrible. He's got a 3-6 ERA. But he last night was a deer in headlights. He was afraid to rely on his fastball. He's got a three-run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning, and he's walking Stanton. Let Stanton hit the ball to Rye, New York. Let him hit the ball to Connecticut, to my living room. Who cares? It's one run. Lay one in there. Maybe he hits a line drive to third. He walks him, and then Presley on unbeknownst to anybody but himself and Maldonado, the catcher, decides with Torres to throw a 3-2 slider. I mean, what? 3-2 slider where if he takes and it's out in the dirt, you put the tying run on uh, at the plate? I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Again, throw a fastball. If he hits it out of the ballpark, you still lead 6-5. And then Hicks hits a 3-2 pitch, and he hits it to the moon, and the Yankees tie the game up. And here's where Dusty makes the mistake, and I love him, but I mean, Dust, I have a feel, and he did this once before with Felix Rodriguez about 50 years ago when the Giants lost the Mets in the 2000 Divisional Series out in San Francisco Game 2. When your closer implodes and is freaked out and is, you know, essentially uh, a deer in headlights. And that's what Presley is historically against the Yankees. He's got a 9.9 ERA at Yankee Stadium. And the Yankees hit 409 against him. 
He doesn't. He can't get the. He's intimidated by the Yankees. If you are in that situation and he gives up a three-run homer off two walks, Dusty, get him the hell out of the game. All right, get him out of the game. He allowed him to face two more batters, two more hits. Uh, I I don't understand it. Then he brings in a reliever in. He's got no uh, margin of error. Judge hits a base hit on a 3-0 splitter, believe it or not, and the Yankees end up winning the game. Uh, but, geez, what a loss. A bigger series for the Yankees. The Astros are in their heads. The Astros have had them no, had their number in the postseason. Uh, so I, I know, despite the fact they're fifty-two and eighteen, I think it's actually a little more significant significant for the Yankees. Both teams are going to win the division. Both teams are going to get the bye and go right into the divisional round. Uh, but I do think at this point in time, these games are more more psychologically uplifting for the Yanks than they are for Houston. But last night would have been a hell of a Houston lost until Ryan Presley put his beak into the mix and got himself blown out. Oh, that drove me crazy. And the Yankee fan all giddy. I mean, the Yankees have had an incredible year already. And then last night tops it. Because the Yankee fan takes the Cashman route. They hate the Astros as much as he does. And this beat the Astros with four runs in the ninth inning. The Yankee fan Steve Torrey last night for Gasman. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82. 